Welcome, welcome, welcome to Nord Long Room for another week, episode 18, shooting the lights out. And uh, I'm Poison, and I'm with my mate Soddy. We're back. Hello, mates. How are you? Very well, thank you. Very well. We nice. are shooting the lights out. We are shooting the 18. Overwhelmingly episodes. positive yeah. feedback so <laughs> yeah. far. Just going from strength to strength. And most people had positive things to say about you last week. It's really strange. I'm not, yeah. not used to that in most areas of life, so yeah. I finally found something that maybe I'm good at, <laughs> which is a rare feeling. Yeah, well, I got all the heat. Everyone was telling me I read the teams out back the front off my cricket. You did, yeah. Everyone just let you slide by. So. Yeah, I'm not sure how many I got right. <laughs> I don't think my team reading was great or my scores reading, but no. I survived, and yeah, you copped it, which is I'm yep. more than happy with. Well, maybe I deserve it. Um, and it was a... Look, we had a lot of losses in the week. Obviously, we had one big win, but uh, it wasn't a great week for the club. But we also had a huge milestone in uh, H getting his 350th, which we'll touch on later. We did. Because um, I think what the club did for him on the Saturday night was pretty special. Yeah, I think so. And, so, you know, as much as it pains me to say, um, yeah, you you were a big part of that and you did a good mm. job with what you put together. Um, I felt like it. So I wake up dusty Sunday. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be honest, I'm still still a bit uh, yeah. tired and, yep. and drawn out today. Yep. It was a, yeah, it was a good night, that's for sure. Yeah. It certainly brought the rooms back in in style. Yeah, exactly right. And that's what we like about it. Um, and we've got Matt Riley on today and we'll go through uh, Matt and who he is and what he's about. Um uh, I'm assuming most people probably don't know a lot about Matt, so that'll be good. He can talk about himself, which I've, I've heard is his favourite subject, which is why we got him in. <laughs> that's what we like on the podcast, <laughs> generally. Yeah, we haven't, yeah, exactly right. So that's good. Um, well, look, we'll shoot straight into results. We've only got one uh, round for each team, so we'll shoot into them. And Thank then, God, because um, that was <laughs> yeah. sheer butchery last week, <laughs> trying to get through two, well, two weeks of results. Well, Mick was hanging it on me because I'm an R a lot, but... Um, Anyway, I don't listen to Mick DeMano's podcast. I'm assuming it's good. Yes. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> About as much trash can as uh, yeah. Mickey D tips, I think. Uh, well, look, I'll start with... Um, so, look, I'll, I'll, I'll do the under-12s just because I'm invested because my son's in it. And then uh, we might uh, actually get Matt to do the rest of them as he's uh, on the junior committee. So, I'll start with under-12s. We played at home against Croydon Rangers and... Uh, to be fair, Croydon Rangers posted five for seventy-four, and I think uh, the boys bowled fifty-one extras, yeah. which is wow. uh, no good. So th- yeah, that's might, not ideal. Um, yeah, get to training, and uh, we'll be uh, we'll be punishing them somehow in a to friendly, fair, in a fair, friendly positive way. <laughs> <laughs> the ones uh, nearly reached half that number. Yeah, on Saturday, so. it was hard to watch. So um, uh, they posted five seventy-four. Uh, Al Ackley two for six and Peng one for eight V Stewart one for two and C Larkin one for eight and the boys uh, some good figures some not but yeah just too many extras and then uh, we passed them nine overs nine overs down two for 77 boys killed it um, Al Clark 25 Jay Glans 20 Al Ackley 14 and uh, a great win to a deserved captain in my son who batted, who batted himself at four trying to be humble and he never got a bat. So that's You'll what learn, you should do, mate. Put learn you, from that mistake. Put yourself in three is what I say. So uh, the boys are flying. They're on top ladder. They're absolutely killing it. They've got no problems at all. Um, under 12s, one. One's played North Ringwood. And uh, yeah, they, uh, they lost this one, which is their first loss for the year. But again... When you get that first loss, I think it uh, gets people to switch on, gets the hunger going. That's it. Um, North Ringwood, three for one, two, four. And Norwood were eight for 93. Um, Elfield, one for 11. C Flynn, one for 14. And C Shears, one for 11. 
And in the batting, Al Clawson, 14, C. Flynn, 14, and my mate Tommy Croker, 17. And Tommy's going well. 10 years old up in the under-12 uh, under ones, top scoring. Kids are gun. Not a bad Absolute effort at all. Yeah, yeah. Good footy player too. Good. Okay. Yeah, Jonathan Brown-esque. Wow. In <laughs> the goal to, square. Not to go early. <laughs> oh, believe me, mate. When they, like, they put rap. half the team on him and he still outmarks them. Anyway, wrong season. So that's I'm talking about different sports. Uh, well, do you want to jump on, Matt, and do under 14, 14s and 16s? And then we'll get on to the girls. Yes, Welcome certainly. to the podcast, yeah, by sorry, the way, mate. as well. Yes, He's welcome to give you a nice thanks, introduction. Yeah. And, and thanks for having me. So, no problems at all. Uh, the 14 Sixers, they played St Andrews uh, this week. And uh, yes, they got a bit of a touch-up, actually. So uh, Norwood scored uh, 9 for 80. Um, and St Andrews were 3 for 168. For the batting, El Burnett uh, scored 12 not out. Uh, D. Bezawata, 15. And C. Shears, 11. And uh, in the bowling, a good performance by a new guy down the club, uh, Al Voigt, 2 for 15, and uh, D Bezawada, again, 1 for 7. So, yes, a little bit of uh, sort of improvement needed in that area, but, but it's a good group of kids and they're developing well. Uh, the 14 ones, uh, they had their first win for the season, so they played uh, Churnside Park at home. Um, Churnside Park all out for, for 90. Um, new guy down the club, uh, L. Cluston, got four for five. And uh, HC is two for eight. Uh, we scored 111. And it was a beautiful batting performance by one H Shears, 53 not out. Now, I've watched a lot of cricket, and this young guy can bat. He mm. really took it on from the uh, get-go. His feet movement, the way he attacked the ball, was a brilliant innings. Uh, so well done to Harry Shears. And our constant improver, Jack Joyce, he got uh, 13 and H. Irvine, 13 as well. So really good performance uh, for the 14 ones. Uh, they're just starting to gel as a team. There's lots of talent in that team, but um, a lot of the boys haven't played together. So, uh, yeah, congratulations to you guys. You want to do this every week, mate? Yeah, this is, uh, this is embarrassing to us. This is embarrassing. Yeah. Just uh, free yourself up, mate. Just come and do the score. <laughs> mate, mate, I just, like, I just like talking. That's it. No one listens to me at home. So, well, uh, yeah, I've got a platform here now. God, so it's you might, might want to interview yourself. This uh, might be brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> so the uh, 16-5 St Andrews, uh, they played St Andrews at, at home, I think. Um and uh, a good win. So St Andrews all out for 65 and Norwood 101. Um, Noah Knight, everyone's shining light. He got uh, two for four. Uh, Jackson Conroy, two for one. And Tom Crawley, who's constantly improving, one for six, which is great. And M Renison, who I believe is a new guy at the club, one for eight. And... Black I think that Blake Rule is one for four, but it looks like a quarter. Yep. <laughs> he got a quarter of <laughs> yeah. a wicket. Yeah, exactly. So right. good on you, Blake. Well done, Blake. Yeah, that's well done. Let's hear it for Blake. So Norwood made seven for 101, which is a good effort. Uh, Jay Burnett, 16, not out. Eve Van Gestel, the, the brother of uh, Hugo, I think it is, at the club. Is yeah. that right? Um, yep, yeah, he, he got uh, 14, not out. No. Noah Knight, 18, a good game by Noah, and Jay McCarthy, uh, 11, not out. 
So, yeah, another good win to the 16.5s, which is really good given that there's a number of the uh, 14s playing up there as well to make up the numbers to get everyone on the park for a hit. So that is good. Um, the 16.1s uh, played Wonga Park. Uh, they played away. Um, Wonga Park, 67, and Norwood, 4 for 148. So quite a dominating mm, um, ga- game there, you know. Too bad for you, <laughs> Wonga Park. Um, as we all know, some very good players in this team. So uh, Jay Menzies, the gentle giant, who's 8 foot 9, um, <laughs> 2 for 5, and... Uh, Benny Harwood with his spinners. He's got two for one. Kay Patel, two for four. L Miller, one for four. N Flynn, one for eight. And uh, O'Reilly, what a, what a name, one for ten. Um, Norwood, four for 148. And uh, uh, Bailey's starring again with the bat with 35 not out off 17 balls. A very, very good effort. Well Max Parker, 25. Kay Patel, 24 not out. Uh, Archie Gibson, 22 not out. And L Miller, 14. So, um, yeah, some great cricketers in that team and it's great to see that they're all doing well. Uh, and I'll hand over to... Soddy will do it. Soddy. And, um, uh, yeah. Lots of pressure. Soddy lots of pressure. You need to step up, mate. Yeah. I'm the new kid on the That's block. Yeah. I know. It's, he uh, knew everyone. He knew the scores. Wow. Well, I mean, you want to have a good guess, but you don't want them to be too good. Uh, yeah, you might be out of a job uh, next week. So <laughs> I've enjoyed it while it's lasted. Um, no, well, the stage one girls, uh, it's not uh, particularly good viewing, um, unfortunately, this one. So it was a bit of a... A tough one for, for the girls this week. They came up against uh, a strong Warrenwood side who made one for 141. Uh, in reply, we only managed 10 for 61. Uh, and I believe off the bat, uh, the only the only runs... Well, there, yeah, there were eight. Uh, and Dana Stewart made seven of them. So... Wow. It wasn't... Uh, yeah, it wasn't ideal. Got a great mentor. Bit of a tough one. Yeah, it comes back to probably the parents... Yes, it says a lot about the parents and the coach. Yeah, Dave. That's uh, <laughs> no, just uh, yeah, not not a great night, but we'll, we'll learn from that one. Uh, the stage two girls, uh, so performed a little bit le- uh, better. Unfortunately, also had a loss, but um, yeah, at least we had some solid performances here. So we made four for one hundred and seventeen uh, with Zara Veal. She's having a, an outstanding season. Mm, um, is. Yeah, really promising. Promising young player. Give her the medal. Give her the medal. Well, yeah, she's got to be in the running for, for a few votes so far. She made 36 not outs. Uh, and Narelle Barlow uh, made 23. Then with the ball, uh, Bianca Kingy, uh, she made three for 22. Again, Zaraville, one for seven. Narelle Barlow, one for 11. And Erin Glans uh, got one for 32. So um, just want to give a shout out as well. So I know the girls um, and, and the team there all appreciated. Uh, the senior women's team coming down early as well to, to provide support for them. Yeah, that's good. So, yeah, good it's always, job. Always good to see when that happens. Um, so we will roll into the, the senior women's team then. So uh, came up against Launching Place who were, yeah, probably one of the stronger mm. stronger sides that, that we face um, in that division. So we batted first, um, obviously 2020s. Finished two for 87. Um, Emma Beer, again, she's having a, a good season. Uh, well done, Emma. She made 40. And Beck, uh, couple as well, made 28. Uh, Karen, Ralph uh, as well, obviously one of the stars. She made 11 not out. 
Uh, it was probably just not enough runs in the end. I think yep. launching plays looked to bowl really well, really tight. Um, it was pretty tough to get away. So, um, yeah, two for 87 wasn't enough. Launching place got the AF4 down. Um, so, four for 89, they finished. Beck knocked someone over, one for seven. Um, and Emma as well got one for 15. Um, and the girls are currently, or the women are currently sitting third on the ladder. So, they're going all right. There's yeah. been, um, you know, some close matches where they could have gone either way. Um, yeah, so, you know. At least they're not giving their wicket away. I think that's the positive thing. No, you know? no, absolutely not. And, yeah, I think, um, you know, in general, they're performing well. They probably, yeah, a couple of those results go go a different way and we're, we're flying, but third's still a pretty good effort so far. We'll get them next time. We'll get them next we time. Will. Um, so I'll read out the Junior Team of the Week, sponsored by Bradnam's Windows and Doors for all your window needs. That sounds good. That's it. Um, L. Clark, uh, L. Ackley, L. Voigt, H. Shears, N. Knight, B. O'Reilly, Z. Veal, L. Clawson, N. Barlow, J. Glands, and K. Patel are in the team of the week. So congratulations to them. Congratulations. And uh, just, yeah, try and get in again. I guess that's the, that's yeah, the point that's of it. that's it. No, that's good. feedback from the keepers, not being happy, but not being mentioned. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Was that one guy? No. <laughs> no, we're always happy to receive feedback. Not on a specific yeah. podcast performance, but on other areas. Yeah, I'm not. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm not. Yeah. I don't like feedback at all. So, uh, well, we're Unless it's just, positive. Well, yeah, absolutely. We're always happy for that. But uh, while, we're, while we're looking at juniors, may as well um, mention upcoming as well. So um, Sammy Story is going to be running his Nor Junior um, Coaching Academy again mm-hmm. this, this Christmas period. So looking at January 14th to 16th, no, I believe, no, or 15th. That's last year's poster. So it'll be around that time. It'll right? be around that time. So I think it's going to be the fifth to the seventh yeah. of January. Sorry, I've been led down the garden path no, here. That's right. and I hold Brownlow personally responsible. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so this January, um, obviously hit up Sammy, Lukey Barber, um, the bowling coach as well, and superstar bowler of the ones um, is going to be there as well as Nathan Lester. So I think Nathan Lester is the superstar bowler in the ones. Well, he's the superstar <laughs> bowler in the comp at the moment, yeah. And pretty soon he'll put it together with the bat as well and, and be an absolute gun. But uh, yeah, you've got you know three really good cricketers and mm. obviously you know the chance to spend some one-on-one time with those guys and Sam Sam running it and to yeah spend some time. And with you get rid be... of the kids for the day. Well, that's it for the parents. That's yeah. that's a selling point for the parents. But yeah yeah no absolutely we would have to be um, we'll uh we'll get those prices uh so you're looking at 60 dollars if you want to do just a day um or if you want to go for the three days it's 150 ah, so no that's a bargain three days so, book uh, it in yeah get down there spend some time night. with spend some time with sammy and the boys and learn a bit about cricket and life yep yeah. i like it that's i like right. it it's gonna ask um, if there's any rebate yeah <laughs> <laughs> i don't know you'd have to ask sam and i'm guessing no <laughs> yeah, yeah, more than one kid over three days, you never know. Um, okay, we'll jump on to the fourth 11 and um, we'll go through this again. It's a bit of a disappointing loss, but um, it's probably the loss that uh, if you're going to get a loss and a bit of a switch on, it's probably that three and one, four and one stage, just so you can start switching back on. Uh, Norwood 10 all out for one, five, two, and Lillardale passed nine down. Um, Dave Sherlock starred with the bat, 48. And uh, I heard there was a mix-up. Someone thought he'd already scored his 50 and pushed him back. But again, I can't quite remember the whole story. So hopefully there was no bad blood there. But 48, well done, Dave. Yep, very nice. Um, Coachy got uh, four for 17. And uh, someone uh, dropped the Heath Hattrick ball. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. 
He was on a hat. He, was, oh, he no. dropped his hat trick ball. Would have given him Pfeiffer and a hat trick. Oh wow! So, uh, coach, he took it pretty well. Yeah. If you're going to drop a bloke on a hat trick, coach, he's probably the guy to drop because he he would get around. You'd have a beer. Yeah. Most blokes would be duty for years. There's <laughs> a few that probably wouldn't speak to you for yeah, at least absolutely. a few weeks. Uh, and Dave Sherlock, three for thirty-eight. So, um, one leg. yeah, killing it, Dave. Love it. Uh, so the fours are currently sitting second on the ladder with uh, three and one. So that's very, very good news for the Positive boys. Start. So good luck to them moving forward. And that's a strong team. I still reckon there's a couple of blokes in that team that are maybe not getting the runs that the you, you, we would they would expect. So I reckon that team's about to uh, about to fire all cylinders soon. Yeah, no, they'll go from strength to strength. Yeah, I think. you don't want to peak too early. You you know you got to make sure it, uh, you, you're there all season. So uh, off to the threes, and again these boys are flying, and just a bit of a disappointing loss. But again, it's uh, it's a strange game when you when you think you got it one, and then it all turns a bit a bit pear shaped. So it's it's uh, good to stay switched on moving forwards. Um, Norwood posted seven for one nine four. Harry Shears again, fifty one. Um, Absolutely smashing it. He's smashing it, mate. And as yeah, as Colonel awesome. said, he needs to probably just start working through those gears and turn that 50 into an 80 or a 75 or an 80 and 90. But again, what is, that, he, what is he 13, you know? Yeah, and, I think um, that probably just, you know, the fact that people are saying that probably just says how good he is. Cause oh, normally for, yeah. for someone of his age to be making, you know, runs as, as he is, yeah, it's, it's unbelievable. And so it just shows you how, how good he is that, you know, people are... Have yeah. such high ex- expectations of him. So. Oh, I hundred percent agree with that. And keep doing what you're doing, Harry. It's uh, yeah, yeah, it's awesome to see. And I've never been a batsman, so fair enough. Harry just goes, "Shut up, poison." You got no <laughs> idea what you're talking about, and that's fine. Uh, Clanny Martin, thirty-one, and Geordie Osborne supposedly went whack, whack, whack. Got his thirty, um, and uh, they looked pretty comfortable. They got a lot of early wickets. I think they went in the sheds eight for, and then in the skies opened up. Jamie Walker got them pretty much. Six first six wickets. Jamie Walker absolutely killed it. So uh, had some problems last week. Turned it around. Came to train and fixed it. And that's all you can ask off the young kids. Yeah, awesome, Jamie. He's not that young anymore, obviously. But um, eight six for twenty six. It's uh, it's pretty impressive. And very, uh, very gun fielder. And he, um, he works at Maccas. So does he get down to Croydon and you can visit him and, and Gabe. Pick up a takeaway coffee on the way through from Croydon and then go and get some food from Gabe at uh, Ringwood. Is there a, yeah, there you go. There's a Tups at KFC too now. No, there's going to be a Tupney at uh, Baker's Delights. Baker's Delights, oh, is that? Yes. KFC? Yeah. No. Someone else was at KFC, that was Yeah, maybe. maybe. I don't know. It's not on the sheet that you wrote. So. I'm not sure, but... Uh, <laughs> Can't back your story up. Back your- <laughs> For all your free bread, go see yeah, Alatani. Yeah, absolutely. At, uh, That's what I said. I want a scone and a finger bun. Well, maybe yeah. I'll make up for it by saying someone in the threes that was scoring asked the umpire how many balls were left in the over. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, dear. It's never a good sign. Yeah, that's never a good sign. But not unexpected. Uh, so the thirds are currently sitting second ladder as well. So again, fours, threes, uh, sitting three and one and uh, sitting very pretty. Um, okay, sorry, you can finish off with the twos and the ones, mate. I will. So um, yeah, the twos, the twos. Uh, so we bowled first uh, in that game. So against North Ringwood. Um, North Ringwood, look, we're probably... Really, a little bit uh, stiff. I mean, you only play who you play, but North Ringwood had you know someone who's been a really good player for them in it for you know the last ten years or so in their ones uh, mm. come down um, and and playing the twos and and he made eighty eight uh, of their their runs and I think sort of set up their innings. So we were probably a little bit stiff to come up against him, but uh, yeah, they finished two for one ninety two. Um, nothing particularly of note, I think, with the bowling in this one. It was. When we only take two wickets, there's probably not a lot to yeah, to no. rave about. But no. um, in reply, look, 
chasing anything close to 200 in a 40 over game is is pretty tough it is tough i think um so we did quite well getting to seven for 188 um it's one of those things like as as wise people say you win or you learn and uh i think you know with all the teams so far from the fourth through the seconds um there was a bit of that probably in you know winning positions um if you look at the twos list in terms of batting so i think um we're probably a bit stiff by all reports maddie uh sansom getting given out lb uh which by reports was yeah probably pretty unlucky so he made 43 um, but then you also see that, you know, H got um, 36 and Shus got 31. You know, if any of those three scores it turns into a 60 or a 70, we probably win. So that's probably a, a learning point uh, there for for the boys. But, you know, it's a decent uh, effort batting second, getting to seven for 188 in pretty tricky conditions. So, um, yeah, we'll move on and I'm sure they'll bounce back. They're sitting second um, or sorry, third uh, in main shield. So... Um, yeah, again, traveling really well. And I think, um, you know, we're a strong team. We'll bounce back. Then we move to the first. Um, so this was a this was a big game, really, coming up against East Ringwood, who were undefeated. Mm-hmm. So they were sitting three and zip. Um, they'd obviously come back down from Trelope last year. Um, and they, they were a bit of a nemesis side for us, actually, the mm-hmm. year that they yep. went up. Um, I think we lost to them five times. So uh, it was nice to get one back on them here. So East Ringwood batted first. Um they were bowled out in the end for 196. Grant, again, just going from strength to strength and really starting to build into the year and, mm. and put together some um, some good spells. He looks got good, three for... Yeah, mm. he looks really good. And, you know, it was difficult, again, bowling at the back end of the innings. Like, he was slipping a lot and, and still had great control um, to finish it off for us. So, he finished with three for 38, um, which was really good. Bakes, very happy about this. He got himself a couple of poles, um, yep. which he'd, he had has been bowling really yeah, well. well deserved he's been yeah. bowling really well um people so, tell you you're doing a job but you still want to wing it yeah, yeah. exactly right i mean <laughs> yeah you want to you want to contribute um with obviously wickets as, as a bowler yeah that's what that's what you're there for so even yeah when you're bowling well and not going for many runs still nice to get that reward for him so yeah he got two for 37 um and lukey barber two for 42 continues to bowl pretty well um and the less said about fielding in that game the better yeah so we will move on oh, to. Oh, well, you took your first one. Took, yeah, took. Oh, sorry, first we're just catch. talking about the team in general. Sorry. Yeah, no, we're talking sorry. about the team no. in general. Um, <laughs> yeah, ten blokes fielded pretty well. <laughs> we'll, we'll leave it there. Uh, in reply, uh, Nord's five for two hundred, and I mean, it's, there was a bit said. Uh, Sam mentioned this on on Saturday night, um, and I think some of the East Ringwood guys were saying this when when we were out there. Benny Hasty put together. They, mm. you, I know you, you don't like talking up your mates too much, yeah. but freaky. It, <laughs> you did say freak. It was yeah. it was definitely the most dominant innings that you you would ever ever want to see. It mm. was you could put you know Max Parker against the under tens and he couldn't be more dominant than yeah. than what Ben was. It was um, some unbelievable hitting, unbelievable power, but you know just smart batting as well, working singles and running hards, and yeah, Hasty got. Run, running hard. He ran hard for someone with a supposedly uh, yeah. dodgy groin. He ran pretty yeah. well between the wickets. <laughs> uh, you know, so he, he made 102. And I know his 50 came off, I think it was 24 balls. And yep. the 100, 102 was probably off about 60. I think it was 60. Yeah. yeah. And yep. yeah, so that was, was unbelievable. Um, and it was nice to spend a little bit of time out there with him um, and get to be out there and give him a nice little cuddle when he got to that 100. So... 
enjoyed that and you know he wouldn't see it obviously because he's out there but just the enjoyment that the other boys getting um are getting from watching him bat this year it's um yeah certainly gives us a good chuckle on the sideline and it's very enjoyable to watch so well done benny um that was amazing mates um and really sort of carried us to so as as we said earlier with the twos like chasing nearly 200 it's a big big effort and ben certainly made that a lot easier for anyone uh make any runs hasn't made many runs lately Mm. anyone turn their turn their year around any not out well, anything i can't it's, it's not on my sheet so i can't i can't say it well yeah look to be fair i'd written up my uh, resignation letter yeah. about halfway, <laughs> halfway through the game after dropping a sitter uh was ready to hand that into sam so now nah, it was nice to you know spend a bit of time out there and yeah, um, help to help to contribute to get us over the line yeah so nice. that was nice and well, oh, it was well, only th- yeah thirty six yeah. not out. Not and then, only, uh, mate. You've, you've steered the innings. That's the that's the point. It's uh, you know you've got to steer that innings home, and you did it beautifully, mate. Yes, so it was um, uh, it was well batted. Thank you, mate. No, it was it was nice, and then um, Hotchy as well um, came yeah, out. Yeah, Hotchy looked good too. <laughs> he did make some. <laughs> no, nah, but he, he, he hit a, a he hit a few rounds, um, and I think it's probably not sort of stepping out of line to to say this, but um, Hotchy is actually I don't know if you guys would have heard, but he's going to step away from um, cricket. After post uh, post the game, so so from now he's he's going having a having a bit of a break. I think um, just to focus on family and and that sort of thing. So okay, um, obviously like I've loved playing cricket with Hotchi, and and he's always going to be part of that. Um, you know, part of an award. So we'll always yeah. um yeah have a place for him. And we don't down here is and he back this year, or we don't know. Or I don't think so at this stage. Yeah, I think okay. it's just not uh, not enjoying it. Uh, okay, as much Fair as enough. you hope. So well, that's um, a shame. So what do we yeah, do, it's Natty? Real, it's a real shame. That, well, yeah, it's a shame to lose him. Um, yep. But as we said, like you know, he's always welcome, welcome down, and hope to see him and, and Laura and um, Billy around as well. Okay. But um, yeah, I think uh, moving into next week, I think it'll be uh, Lloydie Jordan taking the gloves. Lloydie Jordan, nice. yeah. So he'll be dusting them off. Yeah, um, nice. Because I think it's you know probably pretty hard as well. Um, you know, Lloyd's Lloyd's a good keeper. He's he's done it before, and Natty's probably leading the comp in in wickets. Yeah. So well, you can't drop the keeper. So. Exactly right. Get him on, Geordie boy. Uh, that's good. Well, let's go through our senior team of the week and get congratulations to each one of these uh, people. Uh, e. Bia, M. Samson, B. Hasty, H. Shears, J. Kent, H. Kelly, D. Sherlock, A. Baker, P. Coates, J. Walker, and G. McInerney. Well done to those for making team of the week. Um, all very good. Now I've got to do the sponsor. Let's just get the prolific stone boys up. See, it's um, I've, uh, I've enjoyed wearing my prolific stone hats around the place. Yeah, you and I both wore it down the other night. We did. We bumped yeah. into each other, and I was like, "Nice hat," and you're like, "Hey, nice hat." Yeah, it was, that's it. It was adorable. Um, we're pretty cute. Yeah, that was- <laughs> people say that. <laughs> yeah, who got? Is it a medium shirt? I think I got a medium shirt. I, I had an XL. I look pretty good. Um, okay, so these are, this is our sponsor, Prolific Stone. Um, and again, they are big into their flow point, big into their Viper Stone. And um, they're going to set us up this year with a, with a raffle for some stone. And uh, look, it's we've just got to get behind these boys. They do a great job. Um, yeah, flow point. Great discounts. The rapid that goes off super quick. The, the grout. It, uh, it all works really well. Sets in 20 minutes, hoses off, walk in an hour, drive on it in four. It's brilliant. Um, 10% off to anyone who mentions the podcast and 20% if you're a paid-up member. 
Pay your subs. Um, as, as yeah, pay your subs. Get down there and uh, and uh, um, save money. We like that. Um, okay, very good. So I will scoot on to uh, what have we got coming up? Upcoming events. Uh, now we don't have any dates, but we're just going to pump it out there because now with the restrictions lifting. Yeah, you would actually you would think so. It's going to be the last Saturday. Saturday. So we assume the Christmas party will be the nineteenth, and that's the last Saturday. Um, Yeah, it'd be seven o'clock. It'd be it's probably a little bit later with the way that um, the the one day is again a little bit later. So it might be seven thirty. Say probably get there as early as you can, but probably that you'd say the formal kickoff would be around seven thirty. Just with by the time people get back from yes from other grounds. So absolutely lock it in. Um, and then we're going to pump this out tonight because we've got internet ready to go. So uh, the T20 game is on tomorrow at One Turner South at Walker Reserve, uh, 5.30. Training will be on as normal, but again, it's one of those ones where um, watching 2020 is pretty good. Having yeah, a deal, it's, having it's a deal with you, mate. It was so. a good, jeez, uh, nice tight entertainment in the end last yeah, last it was Tuesday. good, wasn't it? Eating one run off the last ball. Yeah. Yeah, so... 20 blokes sitting on the balcony. Yeah. Sitting in the sun. It was pretty good. Matt was on the snags. Yeah, went well. Had had lots of the junior kids stay back, and it was good to see them down supporting the seniors. Yeah, a lot it was of people good doing the, the sausages, because they were all the kids were up on the balcony with us. Yeah. And with the sausages, they're eating them, so they stopped talking. So... <laughs> Keep the sausages going because it gave us about one minute of silence. I didn't tell anyone, but I put some in the fridge. I might have had to put them in the freezer. So if your fridge smells, it's the sausages from last week. Sorry, a lot of uh, (laughs) a lot of people saying it's uh, a lot of people saying it's the best meal they've had at Norwood in in some time too. Please, it'll be their last meal if they keep saying it. Um, So the side tomorrow night is uh, uh, Sam Story, Jason Kent, Ben Hasty. Good to have Hasty back. Uh, Charlie Lawson. Good to have Charlie back. Lloyd Jordan, Lukey Barber. Adam Baker, Matt Sampson, Jimmy Menzies, Nutty Lester, and Dan Mutt Sayers. So Lloydie will be keeping. Yes, in that twenty twenty. In that, that in that side, I, I think it would be um, Joydy. Yeah, he'll okay. be. Yeah. Okay. Dusting the gloves off. I didn't and, want it to be like a wiki league or anything. I didn't want to ruin it, but I just that mate, makes just sense a, to me. Just a newsbreaker um, on this yeah. podcast, mate. Tune in here for all your latest. <laughs> um, now, uh, Toyota Raffle. Again, just one more mention. It uh, got to get behind it. All this, all this uh, money goes to the club, yeah. and there's wicked prizes to be won, and uh, they're not that much. So make sure we all log on and get around that. We'll, we might repump that we'll around the club Facebook. Saturday we'll night. Yeah, we'll put it on the Facebook account. We might go and repump that on, um, on Saturday night. And make sure people remember. Um, and previous uh, last weekend we did the movie night with the kids, and it went really well. Um, good setup, and uh, yeah, it was really good for the kids. Lots of positive feedback. So good movie. Toy Story 4? How'd you rate it? Oh, I didn't watch it. I was in the canteen working. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well Slaving away. Yeah. So. It's good. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it was nice. good. I would have liked to have watched it, but... It's I'd, just a selfless man you I'd are. I had chores to do. <laughs> um, and then uh, Saturday night, we surprised H with um, This Is Your Life uh, for his 350th game, and it was an absolute cracker. He had, oh, he had no idea, mate. He was... I didn't see his face because I was facing the wrong way, but he didn't. No, it, it would have been a good look. It was good. There, some really good, yeah. good photos. Yeah, and the photos saw, of the kids so. and all the stories. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, thanks to obviously the guys who put that together and the guys who sent through photos and yeah, yeah, and everyone coming down the club and on Saturday morning and setting it up and filling fridges and running kegs and tapping kegs and whatever. So it was, yeah, um, yeah, there were good, good numbers, good numbers yeah. down there. 
yep. on Saturday morning helping out. You know you got is, a good club, which is good. They yep. must have listened to the Sweep the Sheds podcast. Yeah, you ask and uh, you will keep, you will that's get it. it. So that's great. Um, well, we might uh, we might get Matt on. Um, welcome, Matt, to the podcast. How are you? Um, well, thank you. How are you guys? Good, good, good. It's always, it's, it always it surprises me how we can spend ten minutes talking to someone and then you welcome them. Well, it's like a different thing. Well, I, you just slip to him. It's an know? introduction, it's and I've just been polite in responding. Yeah. Yes, thank you. <laughs> okay, well, I'll, I'll, remember I'll last week? Yeah. I'll, I'll butt out and let you go. Yep. Um, now, Matt, why don't you um, tell us a little bit about yourself? Why don't you start off um, married with kids? Yes, yes. So I'm married to the lovely Carol. She's Riley. lovely. I hung so out with her Friday night. Yes, very nice. Yes, yes, very lucky there. Hit the jackpot. Yeah, yeah nice. <laughs> um, and I've got three boys. Yep. So I've got Finn, who's ten; uh, Xavier, who's thirteen; and Jack, who's our older one, who's twenty-four. So nice. Yeah, nice yeah. spread. Very nice. Nice spread. Yeah, nice. yeah, like Mrs. McGregor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, have all three kids played cricket? Uh, yes, so so Finn Finn played for a couple of seasons, but um, decided that cricket was boring. Uh, How so, dare he? Yes, How yes. Dare he? What a strange comment. I know, I know. Yeah. I, I keep on pushing him, but that's all right. Each to their own. Uh, Xavier's sports obsessed, so mm-hmm. he's played since he was five, I think. He, nice. you know, he he loves it. And Jack uh, played a couple of seasons, but it's not really his thing either. Yeah. So yeah. you know, I've got. What's that? One one out of three. <laughs> one out. Of, that's what they're saying. At one out of three, ain't bad. Yeah, yeah that's, I think that's it. it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yep. Um, now we'll just go through uh, your roles at the cricket club and the footy club, so people know what you're all about. You're giving man. Um, you are the current secretary of the junior cricket club. That's correct. Yes. Yeah. Um, so that's obviously in itself quite a tiring job. So the senior secretary tells me. Um, what's involved in the junior secretary? What's involved with the with with being a secretary? Oh, look, it's a lot of administration, really. Um, so it's, I suppose, it's being the conduit to the president and vice president uh, with with um, sort of administration tasks from the RDCA meetings, being mm. on top of rules, uh, and any other administration tasks as as required yeah. so very heavily involved but I, I must admit Brownlow's uh, stepped up and he he takes a, a a lot on board as well so it makes my job a lot easier yeah nice no no Brownlow pumping yeah no we don't, we don't <laughs> like complimenting him too much uh, okay sorry to... we just oh. hear him in the background he doesn't get a mic just hear him in the background and he gets thanked at the end of the show yeah no <laughs> no n- noted I'm, I'm, I'm with you guys now and yeah. um what about uh, your own sort of sporting career? Talk us through, uh, so did you grow up playing cricket, footy, and that sort yeah, of thing as well? Yeah, so I played, uh, originally I played a lot of tennis as, as a young fella, so okay. probably up to about 12 I, I played tennis, uh, and I started playing cricket when I was about nine, competitive cricket, and it got to a point where my tennis coach said, you've got to make a decision, you know, you can't play both if you want to coach, mm. if you want to do well at tennis, so I chose cricket. Yep. Um, so, yes, yeah, so I, I, I played cricket right through to my early 30s, really, uh, and then played a bit of veterans uh, uh, af- after that. 
football. Um, I played uh, junior football down, down at Wonturna because I, I went to school at Wonturna Secondary College. Um, and then I played a number of games for Baronia Park, which was uh, in the amateurs. Okay. Uh, Back in the 90s there, yeah, nice. you know, when everyone was cool. The old yeah. dirty ammos, yeah. 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 And the Norwood, the Norwood uh, Footy Club, you're the uh, welfare officer, being on the on the footy topic. Yeah, yeah. So um, I've, I've had a number of roles uh, at the footy clubs. I've been the secretary down there for a number of years, mm. uh, and then I needed to step away from that. But I've always had an interest in welfare. My background, I, I work in that that industry, if you like. Um, so I hold the welfare portfolio. Uh, and I also do all the grants and sort of liaison in, in that regard for the mm. football club and now for the cricket club. Yeah, yeah. very giving of your time, mate. That's, yeah. uh, it's a long list of stuff. Yeah, it would have been um, an interesting interesting times like with all the administrative side of things and, and safety side of things with COVID and, oh, and that yeah. with junior cricket as well. But yeah. Yeah, it was pretty full on, um, but I think you get to a point where, you know, you can have all the rules in the world, but it's it's really about common sense, isn't it? So, yeah, um, yeah those those things that are prescribed, um, you know, that, that we need to do in that COVID space, you, you just need to be mindful that we've still got to play cricket, right, or, or we still have to play football. So yeah. it's just around all the logistics and all the rest of it and making it as uh, comfortable as possible for the participants. Brilliant. Yeah. You continuing? No, no, you keep going, mate. No, well, um, I guess leading into sort of from your sporting sporting career, so um, I believe you had a quite a fair hand in founding a, a cricket club occurred along the grapevine. Is that uh, any truth to that rumour? Uh, yes, there's a lot of truth to that. So... Uh, <laughs> So I played all my junior cricket in the churches comp. So, you know, there was a number of us who went all the way through since young fellas and uh, we got into the senior ranks. And I suppose the best way to describe it was there was a few restrictions that we didn't agree with uh, in that competition. Mm -hmm. So we uh, we broke away and we started a our own club uh, that at the time was Bayswater United. So we played in the church's comp for a couple of years yep. and then we uh, moved over to the Furniture Gully competition um, and we managed to get a ground out in Listerfield and Lakesfield Drive, so right near Roval Secondary yeah, College I know, the, I know the ground, yeah. Yep, yep. Um, which was fantastic for the club because it was in a growth corridor. Mm -hmm. Mind you, this is, you know, 20... 25 years ago, what a bit more now, only 30 years ago. Yeah, yeah 30 years and ago. It would have been sparse back then. Yeah, it was field. sparse mm -hmm. and it was a growth corridor and we had the ground and the kids just, you know, they came running, they, they flocked there. So mm. uh, we had a lot of talent go through the club. So that's now um, Listerfield Cricket Club, which I think they have eight, eight seniors and you know, yeah, I wow. think about 12 junior teams um, and they're associated with the Listerfield Wolves. Um, so, yeah, so me and a couple of other guys got that up and going. And, um, you know, there's been many, many, many other people who've put their heart and soul into it um, since since my day. But, you know, I'm an ideas man. So Yeah, we like know, it. It's pretty yeah, cool. It's you build it, they will come. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, it's a fair, fair accomplishment to have uh, be a founder of a sporting club, cricket club. Yeah, look, look. I was very. It wasn't just me. You, you know what I mean. I, like I say, we we put the nuts and bolts together. But there's been so many 
other people have contributed over the years and it's just been a um yeah it, it, it's a great club you know because once you're once you're a beaver listerfield beavers once you're a beaver you're always a beaver it's very tribal uh, mm. and you're always welcome there with open arms and that's one of our our philosophies down there so um yeah i'm i'm, I'm very proud of the club and, and where it's gone and what it's got to yeah um so yes fantastic yeah well and i don't know if anyone really knows this around Nord, but my family was also involved in founding a really strong cricket club dad's dad actually founded knox city who were just continue to go from strength to strength oh, oh, powerhouse of the go. rca yeah Wow, yeah. look at us. And now we're sitting that's together. That's it. You know? yeah. I like the fact that you've the the both done it, but you don't bring it up every Tuesday like Scalzo. That's what I love. Because there yeah. isn't a person alive that hasn't heard of the Scalzo's saviour story about creating a club for nothing. Did, so, what did, I, did you know that Scalzo's kids play rep basketball? No. Hang on. What? Haven't you heard? No. Are you Really? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not no. joking. Wow. No, well, I'll have to ask him about that next yeah, time. I want to lose two hours of my life. Ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very good. Well, um, I, I guess the hard part of this, Matt, is the reason. One of the reasons why we brought you in is uh, how much you do around the club and and how important people like you are to Norwood Football and Cricket Club. Um, but it's also uh, you've gone through a bit of a, a traumatic ordeal. Um, which we're hoping to ask as much as we can, but obviously be respectful, um, that you've been through a battle of cancer. Yes, um, yep. Which we all knew about because obviously it was posted and it's a huge shock because it's um, yeah, you just don't sort of see it coming. Um, so I guess uh, for you, um, I just want to speak to you a little bit about how much it affected you and how hard it was uh, maybe when you first found out, because like anything, you sort of it's it's it, you just don't see these sorts of things coming. No, you're right, poison. Look, completely out of left field. So um, yeah, I really didn't get sick. You know, I, I would hardly take any days off work. So uh, when this came about, it was a big shock and a, a big adjustment for for me, but also for my family. Um, and it was very confronting you know the, the mm -hmm. whole journey has been very confronting and still is because um, the cancer that I've got is a blood cancer so it's always there um, yeah so I have to manage it it's part of me I've got to manage it and um, fortunately in the here and now uh, I've been very receptive to the treatments that I've been given and, and the chemo that I'm still on and all the rest of it. Yeah. Um, so I'm very fortunate that my body's been been able to adjust quickly. But it it's been a yeah it's been a long battle, um, and I think one of the things um, that's that's happened for me when when I was diagnosed. Um, you sort of have a bit of an epiphany in many ways of mm. what's, you know, what's important and what's not. Of course. And, um, you know, funnily enough, the things that I missed the most was the cricket club. It was actually the whole um, sitting down there on the oval, watching Xavier play cricket, having a chat with the families, having a laugh, you know, hanging it on each other. Yeah. Uh, all, all those things. Um, that we all take for granted. That we all take yeah. for granted. Yep. yep. I was in hospital for probably six weeks uh, over, over that Christmas period, and that's what I missed the most. Yeah. Um, Sorry, what year was that? What? 
So two years ago, so two tw- years ago. 2018. 2018. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. how did you sort of find out? Was it just a matter of you started feeling no, ill or? No. So I had, um, I, I was hobbling around the cricket club and footy club for a while actually and I thought I'd done, you know, a muscle at the gym or something like that or I'd put my hip out. Um, so I'd started a new job at the time and I probably didn't pay it a lot of attention because, of course, you want to yeah, you don't want to take work time and off. you don't want yeah. to take time off and I was, you know, oh, it'll work itself out sort of thing. Um, and I was actually at um, uh, Tommy Croker's dad, so... So I was, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, mm. yeah I, was at, I was at the Croakers for dinner and I was walking down their hallway and um, they've got a, got a step and yep. I just put, you know, I just went down the step and my whole hip collapsed uh, and I fell through their wall. So I just had, there was nothing there. I just collapsed. Um, and I thought that was time for me to actually do something about it. Yeah. Um, so we did some, you, you know, we went through the process and they discovered a uh, six centimetre hole in my hip where the cancer had started to eat through the bone. Wow. wow. And uh, 30 le- lesions in the back and the spine, which were only small, uh, but they were dangerous because it went right up the vertebrae and, and, and yep. just near the back of the neck there. Um, and I had some pretty intensive treatment. I had um, you know, uh, a lot of chemo. I had radiation therapy. I had a whole... Um, Walk us through them. I, I don't know much about, other than what you see on TV, I don't know a lot about okay. chemo or, or any of that sort of stuff. Yep. Ex- explain to us what it's like. It's obviously crap, but you know, like it the best you can. Well, they kill every they kill everything. Yeah. Like they, they shut down your, your, your whole body. Um, so... The radiation, um, someone explained it to me like it actually welds the bone together. So it just, the heat and everything sort of gets, you know, fixes up the lesions. Yeah. So I had radiation straight for about um, seven days. Um, I then had... And does that just like make you feel just rubbish? Oh, yeah, for it's sure. It's like exhausting because your body's trying to repair itself? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So <clears throat> I got through all the radiation okay to the yep. to the seventh day and uh, myself and the family, we flew out to up to the Gold Coast. We'd planned a trip, so yep. I'd asked the specialist whether I can still go up there. Yeah. And I was feeling okay, all right, but by the seventh day, I just wasn't good and i got on the plane and we're halfway up the gold coast and that was it i was just vomiting and i had all this sort of red stuff coming out and i was really really sick yeah so the first time i'd been sick was you know on Qantas flight 574 so is that the altitude as well just shifting or is that just just pure timing yeah pure timing i think pure pure bad timing yeah bad timing yeah Um, that's awful timing but um yeah, and look, I, I, I was sick when I got up there for a couple of days, but um, recovered well. Um, and yeah, that you know that was the first part. And then I was on chemo for nine months, but it was self-administered, so yep. I'd, I'd actually inject myself um, with with the chemo. And I see, I didn't know that, that you could do that either. I always assumed that it was something that had to be yeah. monitored by other people. Yeah, well, no, no, not at all. So chemo, all chemo is 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 a medication that fights cancer. So okay. I'm on chemo now. I I, I take oral chemo tablets 
every every day for 21 days and uh seven off so yeah, wow. i'm still on chemo yeah uh, there's just different types of it yeah okay um and is that something you're going to have to live with now for the rest of, like for the rest of your life is that as in the your chemo is an ongoing well the the cancer isn't curable so yeah, I'll, I'll always have the cancer because so it's just it's keeping blood. it at bay yeah okay yeah, yeah. Mm. so um I'm very fortunate in the sense that there's been a lot of research and a lot of progress in relation to this blood cancer. So it's similar to leukemia. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, and, you know, this is my first real approach to, you know, ongoing uh, wellness. And there's still 20 or 30 sort of processes that I can go through after this one. So if my body's reacted yeah, okay. so well to this. Yeah. Um, you know, they're, they're all positive signs. Yeah. Um, I just, I just stay positive, really. You know, yeah. because it, because it's all you can do. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah, you can go one of two ways. You can either curl up in the corner and pick up your own dribble. Yeah. Or you can get on with it. So, I, I ended up um, being on the chemo for nine months, and then I had a stem cell transplant. So that's okay. when they. Um, I harvested enough stem stem cells for two transplants and I had one. So what they do with that is they actually reharvest your stem cells. So yep. And how long does that take? Is that just like a is that a, a weeks is that just you just like they just cut them out and then off you go? Is no, no, no. So it's a whole process. So they would do, they would harvest your stem cells probably uh, a month before you go in for the transplant. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and they freeze them. So, okay. yeah, so, so they take them out and they freeze them. So yep. all your stem cells, it's all your blood plasma and all the rest of okay. it. Okay. So, gotcha. So so they do that. And what they do is they de they then give you a high dose of chemo, the highest dose that's legally mm. uh, you're able to, to yep. have. Yeah. And you have that IV and it pretty much shuts down your whole body so it kills your whole immune system so you don't have an immune system it doesn't seem like a good game plan does it it's time, not, i'm sure it's not like it's, it's not fun yeah, yeah it must be are awful. you sure we need to do this this <laughs> yeah. doesn't sound like a good idea to yeah. shut my immune system down that yep. doesn't seem like a good idea but then they put the stem cells back in and the it builds a, a new immune system okay so okay. it's like it's just like a reboot they're, yeah, they're trying to almost much. reboot the computer yeah. which is your body yeah. to say well we're going to take out the you know, I don't know computer terminologies, but I guess it's that reboot. Get rid of it and then reboot it with the right stuff and then see if it takes. Yep, and that's a good way to put it. It's, okay. it's a recalibration. Yep. So, of course, then, you know, I, I, I've got the immune system of a six-month-old. Yeah. So I have to have all my uh, shots again. Oh, and my bodily yep. functions work properly. Yep. You know, it's like you are a child and you have to And you have to be cautious because at that stage you've got kids, uh, so what's that, t an eight-year-old? Yeah. At that yep. time, so, you know, as we know, 8, 10, 12, you know, kids, I mean, look, it's probably worse when the kids are maybe three or four going to childcare. Yeah. Yep. Well. But this is the yep. thing, isn't it? You know, they go to school and, you know, then you've got to watch that. Yeah. So what do you do with uh, hugging and, and stuff like that? In that time, you just say, well, I'm not going to not hug my kids. Like, all the advice that I got was just to live your life normally. Be aware of it. Yep. But don't, you know, still hug your kids, still go out, still do A, B and C because you need to make a, a, a decision of what you want to do. So yeah. my, my decision was that I was determined 
to get back to work, to work through all this mm. uh, and to, you know, set an example for the kids that even though you go through adversity, you can come out the other end. Yeah. It might take a year, might take 18 months, whatever yeah. the case, but you can do it. And it's all part of your personal and self-growth. Yeah. Where did... Um, yeah. That's so you mentioned tough. that sort of positive approach, like, is that something that was just in you or was there sort of like a specific sort of, you know, almost you know, fork in the road where you yeah, thought, you know, moment, I yep. could just kind of give into this or no, you know what, I'm going to take it head on and I'm going to be positive and I'm going to push forward and, and you know, deal with it. That's a really good question. And, and my personal belief on all that, I, I believe that um, you have a, in a resilience, if you like, and some people know how to manage that and some people yeah. don't, and I'm fortunate enough to know how to manage it. So, yeah, yeah. that's that's where it comes from. And did you speak to anybody? Did you speak to any mental health um, experts or along yeah, those lines? Yes, yeah. So um, the work that I do, I have a number of people who are in that profession, psychologists and so forth. So I had lots of support in that regard, but I also spoke to people at Peter Mac. Um, you know, I, I, I had two sessions with the psychologists there and just, um, you know, took on board what they had to say, um, but was confident that I could, you know, get through this myself with, with yeah. my personal supports and also the supports and uh, of the cricket club and the football club. I mean, they've been fant fantastic, yeah. you know. Well, that's great um, to hear because that is uh, – and it could be any club. That's that, that's the, the heart and soul of what a club needs to be. It gets it gets run and, and operated by volunteers and then the fact that when someone's going through a hard time, everybody just – takes up a bit of slack and just helps out. And that's, I think, the biggest part of what a club is, the essence of what a club should be. Well, it's a community foundation for, for me because I think there's two platforms that people reach to. You know, you, you'll have people that might turn the religious side and they have their church and, and their supports in there. Yep. That's him now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's, <laughs> yeah. He, he's angry. Yeah. He's about to hear um, that we didn't turn to church. And, yeah. 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 He's not happy. Yeah. <laughs> he's angry. Or, or you, your sporting club because, yeah. you know, I know that my mates that I grew up with, we've been through birth, we've been through deaths, we've been through marriages, we've been through divorces, yeah. okay? But most of all, we've been there for each other. Yeah, you know what I mean. So yeah, this is th this is just a common this is a common theme yeah. within a sporting club, and that's what that that's what we need to do. We need to support people to get through whatever adversity uh, that they're faced with yeah. uh, in, in in a respectful way, and support where we can. Some people don't want support. Some people want to go and do it by themselves. But some people will reach out yeah. in in that community sporting club yeah. and need that support yeah. to get them through. I yeah. think it's a great message and like a great, you know, story for people to hear because you take that for granted, I think, you know, most of the time, like, because it is just something where you go there Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, and, you know, you enjoy giving each other crap and, and having yeah. a laugh and yeah. playing sport. And it's, you know, you do sort of, yeah, not really realize how, just how good it is and how much it means to people yep. until you hear like, you know, when you're lying there in hospital and what you miss is, is that sporting club environment. Um, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And, you know, you I, I don't know about you guys, but I look at uh, mates from school. I don't catch up with them very much. But my, yeah. my ongoing friendships for, you know, 40, 50 years, whatever it is, have been from uh, the sporting clubs, the, the footy club oh, and the cricket 100%. club and the 
guys I've grown up with. We didn't go to school together, you know. No. But we played sport together all the way through and yeah. we went our own ways in life. Different um, jobs, different wives, different, different kids, but yeah, yet somehow yeah. there's a bond. But I tell you what, if we catch up tomorrow, yeah. it's like we'll 19 yeah. again. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Um, well, look, that's that's fantastic. And, and obviously, uh, you sort of talk about these moments in life where um, you chose to what I think makes the most sense, but it's also probably what I think is the most difficult, which is to put your own uh, feelings aside to put everyone else first, like your family, and say, you know what, I'm going to hit it head on. And I'm going to take it head on for my family. And I think that's unbelievably brave, mate. And, uh, you know, kudos to you for that. Yeah. That is um, that's pretty impressive. No, sorry. Well, uh, it's, it is hailing, hailing yes outside. No. Um, yep. So it's probably pretty, it may be a bit hard to hear, but... We yeah, started we, talking we about do, the church. This is the church. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's um, it. So, sorry to the big man. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we do we do thank you, like, a lot for, you know, being happy to talk about, talk about it. Um you know, it's 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 great to I suppose yeah hear of your sort of positive approach and that sort of thing because you know it's just one of those things you, you'd take for granted that it's not going to happen to you and you know we all you know nor a lot of us probably really the only connection we've we've had to it has been you know through Team Nick and that sort of thing and you see the heart heartbreak that other families and the Hellmans and the Timsers have gone through and you just don't think it's going to happen to you so it's um, yeah we. I guess having someone brave enough to come on and speak about it and tell us the story from the personal perspective has been great. So thank yeah, you. Absolutely. A pleasure. And thanks for having me, kids. No, no. Um, I actually wanted to, yeah. you to tell me the uh, the advertising story about uh, the film crew that you had over at your place for this, um, this new drug that you're on. Oh, okay. I heard it and yep. I actually thought it was a really good story because, again, yep. it's just one of those things you just don't hear. Yep. So... Um, I'm really big on sharing, as you probably gathered, uh, like uh, experiences and yep. storytelling, and I, I and I think that's the way that uh, we evolve and grow. And I was fortunate enough to have uh, CSL contact me, so they're a big pharmaceutical company. Yep. Uh, and I use some of their products, and uh, we had a film crew around today just to talk about the. Uh, the positive influence that that those medications have had on my life and uh, what they've allowed me to do, which has been quite a lot. Yeah. Um, and they film you taking them? No, Is no, they just film the whole, just the whole story and the okay. family and okay. all the rest of it. So, yep. it and and this message goes out to uh, doctors, GPs, and also cancer specialists. Yep. And also other. Um, sort of nurse practitioners that are, that, that are involved in cancer treatment. So yeah. um, just to sort of, I suppose, promote the product but get people uh, involved in it if, if, if they feel fit to. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. And again, it's a selfless thing to do. It, it spreads, uh, obviously, an idea or a, a plan as to how to get through it. And that's just another thing, you know? Yeah, definitely. And the thing is, I, I, I mean, I was reading this the other day, and I might, and I might just share this, is that um, I'm on uh, chemo, which is now maintenance therapy, which used to be a first-line response. Yep. For me to be on this medication... Uh, cost $16,800 per month. Uh, it's subsidised by the government on yep. the PBS program. Wow. Um, so it's doing what it's meant to do and has done for a year now. Uh, and I'm just really grateful 
uh, of what you know what treatments are out there and what the government do support because mm. I'm on a number of um, sort of ca cancer support groups and you get a lot of people from America mm. who sell yeah. their who sell their house go on this medication the cancer comes back they end up passing and yeah. they've got nothing because they don't have that personal health insurance and I just yeah. You know, it's heartbreaking. Thank, it's yeah. a very good point. And you don't know no. about what, what our country does for no. you support-wise until you have it. Yep. And once you've got it, yep. then you realise. So it's, yep. um, that's also a really good thing to share because people have got no idea. The surgery I had on my throat yeah. wasn't available. Some people in America, it wasn't on their insurance. Yeah. yeah. ticked off. Surgery, so yeah. Well, they've still got private health insurance. You got to you got to get it with a job or something. Yeah. 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 Like or it's you strange. Pay, or you pay. Uh, yeah. Tons. You know, tons of money. So, you know, we are really lucky in this country, and that yeah. if you are sick, all right, you're guaranteed you'll you'll get looked after. And yep. um, yeah. Otherwise, it could be a complete different story. Yeah. Fair enough. Well, um, I think the point of uh, I'm sure you'll agree, Scott. I think the point of today is and and thanks again for coming on, Matt. Is that get around your club and really soak it all up. You know, take it all in and really appreciate your mates and uh, how lucky we are as a country and how lucky each individual person is because, as you know, it can change very quickly. Yeah. So take advantage and really enjoy the moments in your life. Exactly. That's a good message, yep. Poison. Enjoy every minute yep. you're down there and just all the little things, they're the ones that count. Absolutely. Look after your mates and um, we'll all get through together. That's Absolutely. Good. I like Excellent. it. Uh, well, look, again, thanks for coming in, mate. I really appreciate it. Um, we should we probably uh, duck off. So um, uh, just wanted to say well, uh, well done to H again on his 350th. That's a lot of games of cricket, considering half of them are probably played over two weekends. And um, yep. if Di listens, well done to Di for being the most patient wife. <laughs> Second, a man has almost yeah, ever didn't had. Give her the best <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no. I'd say second. Foxy had put up with a fair bit. Oh, of rubbish, mate! Luckiest woman alive. Um, okay, well, thanks for listening, and thanks again, Matt, and thanks, uh, Soddy. Thanks, Brownlow. You've uh, done well, mate. Don't shake your head. You know you, you want to be thanked. Uh, thanks, Brownlow, and thanks a lot. And uh, yeah, we'll catch you next week. Thank you, everyone. Thank you.